What is up? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. It is Monday. How you doing? Is it hot where you're at? It is hot where I am at. Jeez, I have been trying to get out early for the morning run, but you know you're in trouble when you look down, when you open your eyes and you look down at your phone and you see that it's already 80 degrees and it's not even 6 a.m. yet. Hopefully you're staying cool in your neck of the woods. I'm running solo on this. Jonathan is out of the country. We have been bringing on a new employee to the Juice Marketing team this week. So I have been busy and organizing and I'm sitting here pushing out and most importantly, distributing content and realize I had not recorded a Monday episode yet. So I published a blog post, so I want to get into that. I feel like it'll be a good solo episode topic for me to share with you how I'm thinking about content marketing, the work that we're doing, and the shift that I see that is happening in the content marketing community. If you like what we're doing over here, do the follow thing, do the subscribe thing, Most importantly, tell a marketing friend you are enjoying Modern Day Marketer. All right, so first and foremost, you know I got to plug stuff. I'm a marketer. I'm excited about an event that is happening this week. It is something that I didn't quite expect to be happening, but it's here and I'm, I'm here for it. So we are partnering with Foundation and my man Ross Simmons on an event. It's a webinar Wednesday, June 22nd from 1 to 2 o'clock. And this event is going to be all around the topic that we are talking about today, and that is content distribution. I have been following Ross since I joined the Juice because we are building a distribution platform for B2B brands and creators. And there wasn't many people out there talking about content distribution. And I immediately saw Ross in the social medias talking about distribution, not just some of the time, talking about it all the time, supporting what he was talking about with great content, data, facts. And so he has been an inspiration for me as I have joined the Jews and been pushing this distribution message forward. So we're doing a collab. We're talking about distribution and how you should be thinking about it. It, If you think about it in a way, it's advancing what we've been doing with content marketing. It's advancing what we've been doing with inbound marketing. It's being proactive. It's getting out and maximizing the use of your content and make sure that it's seen and not just seen, but hits the right people at the right time. So I just, I'm I'm fired up for this event. I'm excited, so check it out. There will be a link in the show notes of this episode to register for the event. Come check it out. Give us feedback. Tell us what you liked about it, and even if you didn't like anything about it, we'd love to hear you. So let's talk about the topic, and the topic is something that I wasn't expecting to publish this week, but it happened, and so... I will be completely honest and transparent. My goal alongside the the podcast is my goal is I want to write one long form piece of content each week and I want to I want to be thoughtful around it. I want it to um, communicate things that map back to the juice and get people who are reading our stuff 
to think about the work that they're doing a little bit differently. I want it to resonate. I want it to hit them and allow them to think and motivate individuals or the modern day marketer to maybe do things a little differently than they've been doing them before. So I wrote this piece and it was a culmination of a bunch of different things that were happening with me. I've been working on messaging work. So positioning, thinking about how we want to communicate the value of the juice. I have been thinking about our product, thinking about it from the creator and brand side and thinking about what I'm getting the most value from. Um, this event with Ross and Foundation, it was another area where I was like, okay, distribution is um, just front and center and it's on my mind. So I thought about distribution, what it means to me, and kind of took a step back and thought about the landscape and content marketing and where it fits and the opportunity. And so I wrote this piece and it was one of those ones, and you know this if you create content, sometimes it feels like you're pushing a boulder up a mountain. This one was different, okay? This one was like, all right, sit down and just pound it out. And then you take a step back, you close your laptop. You don't look at it until the next day. You open up the laptop and you're like, man, I, I'm not quite sure what I wrote yesterday, but I was just in the zone. And then you go back and read it. Time for editing, do those things. I think for me, it's like, did, did this make sense at all? Did this connect any dots? And as I read through it, Again, after writing it, I was like, of course, there's always some tweaks you can make. But I was like, all right, the core of this article is what was on my mind. And I'm glad I could translate that to a blog post that is not only on our marketing site at thejuicehq.com, but you can also find it on the juice. And the title of the article is The Fall of Content Factories and the Rise of Modern Day Content Distribution in B2B. So... Let me talk to you a little bit about this and where the inspiration came from. So first and foremost, I think I want to talk about me and my career path and just some a revelation I had along the way. So career B2B marketer, I've worked in SaaS businesses of all shapes, all sizes, all different verticals. I've worked in probably almost every marketing role imaginable. And that was by design. My thought process, and I got some feedback really early in my career from some really smart marketers. And they said, you know what? Like the best advice I have for you is to try to work in as many marketing functions as possible because it'll allow you to understand how it all works together. And then when you're, you know, a decade from now and you're ready to be in some sort of leadership position, you'll understand what works, what doesn't, how the pieces fit together. And that was really good feedback and I took it to heart. I took it to heart and so in all of these opportunities, I always tried to work in different types of roles so I can learn how it all fit together. So I would say a majority of my the first half of my career was in positions that were demand gen oriented, sales support oriented, alliances oriented, um, tied really closely to pipeline. And I am so much better for that now than I would have been without those experiences. Back half of my career, it's been more uh, organizing teams. It's been more around brand. It's been more around content. Now, if I look back on the first part of my career and I look back on the work that I've done on the back half of the, my career, I would say, first and foremost, the thing that excites me the most 
is doing this. It is creating content, is pushing a brand forward. And so while I don't think negatively on any of the past experience on demand gen, sales support, all that stuff, I would say like, from my own personal satisfaction, I'm really digging this. I love it. I love creating. And I think being a creator is an important part of not only just my professional life, but my personal life. I'm opinionated. I've got a point of view. I want to be able to share it. And we have the tools today more than ever before to share what's on our mind and do it in a way that is going to help people understand what your brand stands for and what you're about. And so I've been just, especially in this uh, experience at the Juice, right? Joining the business before it even had a product, knowing that we were going to do work in content. So we needed to be kick ass in content and spinning up this podcast and starting to meet other marketers and write articles. It was very, very important to me. So as I think about this, that context of being the creator is very important to me. So I also understand that there's change. There's always will be change in whatever discipline that you're working in. And my observation is that there's a substantial and significant change going on in content marketing right now. And not a ton of people are talking about it. So what I wanted to do here, what I wanted to do with that article is for whoever's reading my stuff, whoever's listening to my stuff, not only recognizes that a change is happening, but understands what are the things that you as the modern day marketer can be doing to push your brand forward and not be a part of the problem. So I can remember very vividly being at my first company and the first content marketing hires happening, understanding that this was a new role, trying to get my head wrapped around what they were going to be responsible for and started to make some observations. And what I realized quickly was that inbound marketing was working. I content was fueling inbound marketing. It was bringing new conversations to our digital doorsteps. Our SDRs were happy. Our salespeople was happy, were happy because content marketing was new. It was fresh. It was finding keywords. It was putting them in blog posts. It was ranking on Google. It was being seen by the people you want to. And those people were going through the process and that your sales team had built. And that was happening. And so your content marketer would turn into content marketing teams. And these teams realized quickly that with consistency, optimization, and consistency and optimization around their content, that would lead to better ranking, better placement on Google, and a more opportunity to be seen and a better opportunity for those people who they want to to have conversations about your product. And so undeniably, this was working. Well, what happens in marketing when something works, right? It it gets replicated. And so as content marketing became more proliferated, the role started to pop up across all B2B SaaS companies. And then the role not only popped up, teams popped up and people started to do what we were doing and everyone was doing. And that was pump out content, become content factories create, 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 publish, 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 on to the next one. It was like a hamster wheel of content creation and production. Now, I'm not saying this doesn't happen anymore. Quite frankly, it still happens. And I think that's part of the problem. I think with this, we're not being, we're being, a lot of content marketers are, you know, directed to be, directed to create more, but they're not, with, with, when you create more, 
in all likelihood, the quality of the content is going to go down. So the commodity content is on the rise. There is more content, commodity content than ever before. So this is content built and designed for machines and not the people that are supposed to read and consume it and enter your process. Doesn't that sound crazy? I think it sounds crazy. I have to think about this all the time. It's like, okay, so we want to spend the time and it doesn't really matter like if this is good or not, but just we're creating this stuff just to make sure that it places well. We're doing that? Okay. Now there's a balance, right? And I'm being extreme and I might be a little bombastic, but there's a balance there. But undeniably, people are playing for the algorithms. That's what people are creating for. Now, look at Scott Brinker's 2022 MarTech landscape map. I look at it every year. I, I just looked at it this year and it, for 2022, and I had a moment. So there's nearly 10,000 companies within MarTech on this chart and on this graphic, and they're all divided by categories, so many categories, so many dots. You have to zoom in three to five X to even make out a company logo. And each of these companies are creating content. They all have a content marketer or content marketing teams. And what's happening they're all doing the same thing. People are publishing and then they're publishing and then they're playing for the algorithms and they're going. Now, this content factory approach is a big reason and it's a big part of the problem that our people were trying to reach our on content overload. High Alpha did a study when we were forming at the Juice and reached out to a bunch of people and 60% of marketers said that they produce at least one piece of content each day. That is insanity. This is And think about Scott Brinker's MarTech map and then think about that statistic. So you, there's so much content, it's going unseen, it's falling into internet purgatory and we just keep doing the same thing. Forrester said, had a stat, $119 billion were going to be invested in 2021 in content marketing. And this was from a poll in conversations with CMOs. That's crazy. So there's an investment of $119 billion in content marketing. And 60% of marketers are publishing something new every day. And so if our people we're trying to reach are already on content overload... What are we doing? We're just publishing out into the wild and hoping for the best. I'll tell you this. I've learned a few things in marketing, but one thing I've learned is hope isn't a very good strategy. So if everyone's doing the same thing and everyone's investing the same money and the same tactics and there's more companies forming and it's getting more competitive than ever, what are we supposed to do? This is why I love to talk about distribution. Content distribution is what we're supposed to do. And it's the opportunity to, once you hit publish, think strategically about all the channels where your future customers are hanging out and do what you can to make sure that you are in those places and you are packaging up your content in a way that makes sense, that it can resonate and people not only start to read your stuff, or watch your stuff, or listen to your stuff, but then understand more about you. And if they understand more about you, then what are they going to do? They're going to like and get to understand more about your brand. And that is how we need to do marketing in 2022. And it's the modern way to do marketing in 2022. And it's through the lens of content distribution. It is, let me tell you this, this is the way 
and there's very few people talking about it and there's very few people acting on it that if you just start with distribution and start with a checklist and start finding channels where your customers are hanging out, you will start getting your content to the right people at the right time. So I have so much energy around content distribution. We are building a product that has distribution capabilities. I use it every day. The juice is a part of my distribution checklist. I publish on Twitter, LinkedIn, Slack communities, internal. Make sure it's in the newsletter. I make sure it's on the juice and it's getting in front of sales and marketing professionals, which is the right type of people at the right in the right time. So I got a lot of time. I got a lot of energy for distribution. I hope you do. I'd love to learn more about what you're doing with content distribution. If you are a part of the conversation, if you are making it happen, let me know. I want to learn. I want to create around creators who are focusing in on content distribution and make it even more of a thing than it is today. Make sure you check out that webinar with Ross and myself on Wednesday. It's going to be fun. There'll be a recording. I'll just follow our stuff. We'll link it out if you can't make it. Check out the article. I'll put it in the show notes. But think more about not being a content factory or a content machine and think strategically about how you start going on offense with your content, how you identify the places where your people are hanging out, and you deliver that to them in a way that when it hits them, they say, you know what? I've been waiting for this. Thank you very much. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. We'll be back. More Modern Day Marketer on Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.